Hey, everybody, it's that time again. Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And uh, talking again, our co-host Art Source back in uh, Pennsylvania, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. He runs Galaxy Sports out of Pennsylvania. Artie, before we talk sports, um, we have to mention what happened on Tuesday and what happened today, the loss of Ray Liotta. But uh, talk about your thoughts about the 20 plus people that and kids basically that died on Tuesday in Texas. Absolutely tragic, Fred. Um, you know, it just seems like it all started back in the late 90s. I was living in Denver at the time when Columbine happened. And it was very, very sad. And uh, there has to be something we can do. Um, You know, there's a lot of factors involved, I'm sure. But to protect our kids, I think that's our greatest legacy. And there just needs to be a way to do it. What scares me, though, Fred, is part of a lot of people want to put fences up around schools. And I think that makes kids feel really kind of locked in. So, I mean, there, there's different ways to happen. But you have to have an open forum. We have to sit down, take all the politics as much as we can out of it, and think about the kids and how we can keep them safe. And, you know, that's the most important thing. And uh, it's something that needs to be addressed, and it needs to be addressed with alacrity. Let, let me just say this. Um, I didn't like Greg Abbott going in. Never have. But his comments were so political, it was beyond belief. What he said was the kids were shot with a handgun. No, not true. The guy had an automatic weapon. I don't know how many died from a handgun and how many died from an automatic weapon. But even Fred, do you think what Beto O'Rourke did was right, though? No, I'm just, but what I'm saying is. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's all political. You know, the Republicans are going to say what they want. Joe Biden signs a, a law into order showing no concern for these kids. He could have waited three days to change that executive order. No, he ramrods it through. I mean, he's he tried to, to run on a ticket that he's going to bring this country together. What has that man done to bring this country together, Fred? Honestly. Folks, we're taping this about uh, 3.15 on Tuesday and Thursday afternoon, 6.15 in the East, 3.15 Pacific time, Pacific daylight time. And Earlier today, when I woke up, I go to my iPhone and I uh, read that Ray Liotta at 67 had passed away. My favorite movie of all time was Goodfellas. And although he wasn't the star, he was the star of that movie. And only 67. More and more, I don't know how much of this is COVID and related or whatever, but more and more, the age of death seems to be hitting us very hard in 2022 agree or disagree i agree with you i have no idea what it is either i think i think there's so much stress in people's lives there's so much going on the swirl of life right now in the times we live that i think it puts a lot of stress on human beings and i mean i'm a huge ray Liotta fan uh i watched him from the very beginning um you know lorraine brocco was talking about how much she loved him Jamie Lee Curtis said some really great things about him. 67 years old with a 23-year-old daughter. Beyonce, that they were down in the Dominican Republic filming a movie. 
The only thing I good I could say about it was he passed away in his sleep. And, you know, I guess that that's something that you can be thankful for. But we are, we're losing some of the greatest people of all time. And it's a very scary situation. And it just, it just looks to me like there's a lot going on, Fred, that we're not finding out about or we don't know about or they don't want to tell us what's going on. Talk show host years ago in Southern California who never was right about anything except saying that the world of sports is uh, in reality the toy department. And of course, we had to open with bigger stories than the world of sports. But now under the world of sports, uh, Colin Kaepernick working out with the Raiders. First thing that flashed in my mind was a political ploy by the club. Mark Davis is being attacked now. The John Gruden thing that happened before. You think it was a political ploy? Do you think he's got a shot to make it? He was blackballed by the NFL for six years. Uh, now they find themselves in a situation where we all know what Mark Davis is all about. Um, John Gruden was was held to different standards than everybody else on the planet. And he just won a case in court to keep the thing public, as opposed to going into an arbitration in a closed hearing. I mean, people want to know what's going on, Fred. And, you know, what scares me about the Colin Kaepernick situation is, in my mind, deep in my heart, yes, five years ago, he was amongst the top 35 or 40 quarterbacks in the NFL. But right now, not playing for six years, just a complete dress rehearsal of BS. Folks, uh, you have any thoughts right here on uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media? Also heard on Pod Clips. You can email us, of course, at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Uh, I have a little bit of laryngitis again, so I apologize for that. Um, Kyrie Irving not getting an extension by a long-term extension by the Nets. Why would any team want to touch Kyrie Irving? I mean, what he did last year, he played a total of 29 games, 82 regular season games. I paid 29 out of those 82, but he's all for himself. He's always been always for himself. Any comment? Do you th- what kind of a team would actually want him in the locker room? I can't think of one. Maybe he could go and play in China or something. I don't know. I mean, I look at the guy and, you know, he does everything against the grain. Um, He's kind of reminded me a little bit of LeBron James now. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's all self-centered. It's all about me, me, me. And, you know, I, I just hope the Lakers make a great decision. I hope they go in their head coaching situation with Terry Stotts to be the next head coach. I think the guy's proven for many, many years in Portland that he's a good basketball coach. The players like him. Um, you know, I know there's Darvin Ham and Kenny Atkinson are also in the mix. A lot of people are screaming, you know, for Doc Rivers, but they're not going to let Doc Rivers leave Philadelphia. You know that. But I really believe it's incumbent on Jeannie Buss, you know, to, to really get a leader. And I think Terry Stotts is that kind of a guy. You know, he's self-effacing. He knows basketball. He's he's kind of old school in that sense. But I say you trade LeBron, get some real good young talent, surround Russell Westbrook and the guys they have with, with the young talent. And I think in a, in a year, two years, I think the Lakers will be back where they want to be. I, I was hoping for Terry Stotts or Ted Lasso. Now, if you had a choice between Ted Lasso and Terry Stotts. That's all tied up in England right now, Fred. Folks, uh, Take a look at uh, Ted Lasso if you can stream because uh, that show is sort of spectacular in my humble 
opinion. Hey, well, talk Fred, about I think them. they broke out. I think they broke out the, the good baseballs this weekend for Memorial Day. Talking I was watching about- the Cubs, the Cubs and the Reds today. The, the the Reds scored twenty runs. They haven't scored twenty runs in their previous thirty five games. Yeah, the, the home runs are are really coming. Two games uh-huh. ago, uh, Jack Peterson hit three. Yesterday, he hit one. He had gone one for like twenty six uh, in the t- period in between. I can't explain it. Nobody can explain. It. I don't know if it's the ball. Look at Mookie I don't Betts. Know if it's, All yeah. of a sudden, Mookie Betts is going nuts too. And Aaron Judge has seventeen home runs. I mean, it's like all of a sudden. I always joke about they had those baseballs that, you know, when they want to, oh, there's nobody hitting home runs. And then all of a sudden, the big weekend where they need attendance, they really need to get a get something cooking, they bring out the, uh, the home run balls. Explain something to me, because I'm really confused. Bronny James, LeBron's young basketball playing son, just signed a $90 million seven-year deal with Adidas. Now, would he be eligible to play college or not? Yeah, based on the NIL, I, I, I don't see how they could keep him from playing college. Um, I, I don't know if he's uh, academically inclined, but it sounds to me like uh, he, he definitely learned to chip off the old block from dad. I mean, dad owns, what, three sports franchises now? And, you know, I think he, he's the general manager of the Lakers de facto. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's amazing, Fred. I mean, come on. Look at what USC just did. They got Jordan Addison. They got another linebacker from Utah, a tying kid that they really like. They've got 19 guys that they've picked up in the transfer portal. They went from, and I have the odds right here in front of me, last time I was in Vegas. They opened up the season. You're going to love this, Fred. This is just so crazy. They opened up as uh, 112, 120 to 1, and now they're down to 18 to 1 to win the national title. They're, they're in the top 10 based on, you know, a lot of the AP preseason polls. Um, they got Caleb Williams. You know, they got a, a, a wide receiver that had 96 catches last year, won the Blitnikoff Award. It's going to be great. I think it's great for the Pac-12. But now the issue is going to be, is anybody west of the, excuse me, east of the Mississippi going to get to see the Pac-12 network? Good question. Um Athlon came out with its football magazine or the top 25 and the PAC 12 has three Utah, eight USC, nine Oregon, 10. So my question to you, Art Source, who's a UCLA fan growing up and played for USC, you think Martin German might've a little bit too quick with the extension for Chip Kelly. I still think with uh, DTR coming back, I think UCLA you know, has an, an opportunity to, to be one of those top 25 teams. And given the things that are happening, they might come out. You know, I rate them fourth best in the Pac-12 right now. And I, and I put them right there with Washington. I think if I was going to rate it, I'd still give Oregon a slight edge over SC. I think Utah's definitely in the play. But I think UCLA's got a lot more talent than people think they do. And I think, I think Martin Jarman is hoping – that Chip Kelly could catch lightning in a bottle because he had that great start last year and that saved his job. It really did, even though things didn't pan out the way they wanted to. But they do have talent, Fred, and I'm looking forward. You know, I mean, I I looked at the SEC. The SEC has seven incredibly powerful teams. And that's not, you know, I mean, yes, you got Alabama. Yes, you got Georgia. 
Yes, you got Ole Miss. Yes, you got Texas A&M. I mean, Texas A&M has the, the highest payroll of any team in in, in uh, professional football right now. I mean, I don't know how they're doing it. But, you know, it, it's a whole new era. It's crazy. Um, I'm not sure I like it that much. But, you know, I'm, I'm willing to watch it. See, CBS released their schedule. You know, they've got a great schedule of SEC football, and they're actually doing some other games as well, which I like. And we're only 110 days from football season. Art, um, I used to be able to tell you the starting three or four of the five guys on the top 10 or 15 schools. I don't know about you, but I no longer can do that. And you're 125, so you have an alibi. You know, I take all those Brainiac pills and everything. I mean, seriously, Fred, there are so many players changing. I mean, you got you got JT Daniels in West Virginia. You got Keaton Slovis at Pittsburgh. You got Addison at USC. Caleb Williams at USC. Who's the quarterback at Oregon? Did he used to play for Auburn? <laughs> Jared, no, it's not Jared Stidham. It's uh, Bo Nix. There you go. I mean, it's like, how do you keep track? Okay, let's go back to the Pac-12 and other conferences. No longer will they put like a Northern against the Southern Division winner automatically. The two schools with the best record in the conference play playing the championship game. I don't particularly like it. I think the schools would have a better shot the way it has been. The, the, the schools closer to you territorial-wise, I, I just think it's better. They're trying to get more Pac-12 schools. Yeah, who's going to make that decision? Is that the athletic directors get together? Because, I mean, they're good at raising money, but I'm not so sure they're good at, at telling who's the best team. And, you know, I agree with you there. I mean, I say if you go through a season and you play, plus, you know, these, these schedules with these conferences getting so big, you know, like you're going to have some teams that are not Oregon and not going to have to play SC or maybe not play UCLA. So it's hard to tell unless you play a balanced schedule who really is the best team, whether it's in a conference or, or whatever. So it's going to be very difficult. It's subjective again, Fred. Art, you were brought up in Southern California and elsewhere. I was brought up in Southern Cal. Uh, my dad knew somebody with the Rams. So from like the age of eight, he would take me to the Pro Bowl. And sometimes we were in seats and sometimes we were on the sidelines. So it was 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Finally, like 12 or 13, I tell my mom, I don't want to break dad's heart, but I hate this darn game. Why are we going? Now, 50 years later, the uh, NFL is thinking about dropping the Pro Bowl. At what point are, should they have dropped the Pro Bowl? About five or six years ago, when it became two-hand touch football with no tackling. I mean, if you want to have an exhibition, you know, go out there and have fun. Do seven on seven. Let the guys run around. But really and truly, Fred, these guys are making, you know, 15, 20, 40 million dollars. Their investments. Are they really going to want to go out to Allegiant Field in Las Vegas? And I do think Honolulu was a great deal for the Pro Bowl players. It was like something that was special. Take their family to the wonderful, you know, Oahu and have a great week with other great players. You know, Vegas is a good place because you bring in all the fans from everywhere. But the game is meaningless. Um, I, I don't understand why 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 it was around. I used to go to the college all the time, like you did, 
to watch the Pro Bowl when it was there. And and I and I remember the stadium that held ninety thousand people would probably have forty five to sixty thousand people there, but it was still good football. I mean, it was like the old playoff bowl, which nobody even remembers, where the losers of the conference championship game actually played like a a, a de facto, not quite a Super Bowl game. But you know, I don't understand why they why they have the Pro Bowl anymore. Um, most of the great players all seem to find a way to back out of it. <laughs> hey, before we go, um, the NFL, the NBA playoffs are, I can't watch them. I mean, I really can't watch them because they're, every game seems to be one-sided. Sometimes they're over by the second quarter. I don't know what's going on. Uh, how, on how, about injuries, Fred? how about all the injuries, Fred? I mean, they're not playing that many games. I mean, poor Miami and Boston, you know, I looked at the at the at the the rosters and I looked at the the medical report and you know and, and I said to myself, over and under was two last night. I said, there's no way they're gonna score 203 points. And there's no way Miami can go out there with four guys playing at less than 75% and compete against that Celtics team. And finally I got something right. I felt like calling Mark Mancini and celebrating. <laughs> but yeah, it's right. crazy, Fred. Final comment uh, tonight's performance right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media Art. Uh, your final thoughts? Well, big game tonight. You've got uh, the Golden State Warriors who look to be the prohibitive favorite of the National Basketball Association, trying to take down Mark Cuban and the Mavericks. That's a big game tonight. We got the uh, 106th running of the Indianapolis 500, which ought to be exciting on Sunday. Uh, you know, most important thing I want to say is everybody, you know, keep your keep cool, enjoy yourself on Memorial Day, and think back to the way this country once was when people treated other people with respect and, and people were gentlemen. You opened doors for women. You did things to do things that were right. And that's what we need to get back to, the basics, the fundamentals of making the right decisions and uh, – and doing it for the right reasons. That's what my thought is for everybody over this weekend, Fred. Art, thank you very much. Mario, thank you very much. Art, Mario, we'll see you tomorrow on Sports Overnight America. And uh, we'll see you around the corner, folks, right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Bye, everybody.